0: The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com dot slash w y n n b e t to claim your free bet today. I'm just about that action, boss. sir we are back here for another edition of the nfl gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network hey, you know me you know the voice it's the guy really real villain real Terrell firman jr and i'm here with my main man with the plan scott studio rice shell scott what's going on
1: nothing much nice to be back how's it going with you
0: oh it's great because the new york new york parlay cash this week Yet, yeah, Giants, Jets, money line came through. Never in doubt, never in doubt, Scott.
1: It's also not even just that. If you include the baseball games, it was the first time in about 10 plus years that the Jets, the
0: Giants, the Mets, and the Yankees all won on the same day. Man, imagine that. Imagine who would have thought? Who thought we'd have been here? Who would have thought? Not, not me. <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, great meme right there. Great meme right there. All right, Scott, this is the NFL Total Show, and we got to go through. I wasn't here last time. Do You, you got any notes from what you and all talked about?
1: I'm hoping that for the sake of this show, you're my good luck charm, because the NFL did not really do me any favors this past week. Oh, really? It was rough for me. It was rough. I mean, I'm not surprised that you did well, because you tend to gravitate more towards underdogs and mm-hmm. going contrarian. And the mm-hmm. public got absolutely slaughtered on Sunday, so I'm not surprised that you ended up doing well. Unfortunately for me, I ended up live betting a total that absolutely killed me. I live bet the under in the Saints Buccaneers game in the uh, I think it was early third quarter. I got it like the live total of 24 and a half, mm-hmm. and there were nine points with about seven minutes left, yeah, or so. And I just needed to avoid interceptions and whatever interception field goal i'm like okay that's fine just winston don't be an idiot again pick six i'm like all right this is going to be a disaster and then he yeah, immediately leads a garbage time touchdown so i lost my biggest play of the day which was the live under there because of 17 points in the span of about
0: three minutes that's that's brutal that is brutal. it was a
1: disaster so yeah my sunday was not good at all uh Yeah, is what it is. Happens. Take it on the chin. Got to
0: bounce back. And it's funny because to kind of put us in a better mood. My certainty was great because the total that I liked the most was the over in the Raiders and the Cardinals game. And I had that one at 51 and a half. I
1: was never in doubt,
0: right? (laughs) Never in doubt. It's just, you know, I really, really need the Cardinals to score go for two, send it to overtime. I got the overtime and I'm like, all right. I just need somebody to score a touchdown. I was like, it doesn't matter who. I just need somebody to score a touchdown. And the Raiders are going. And I'm like, oh, can we possibly get there? And then the Cardinals get a fumble recovery. Recovery goes for a touchdown. Win the game. I'm in the club at this point in time. And my buddy just goes ape shit crazy because he's a Raiders fan. So he just, like, starts breaking shit in the club. And I'm sitting there trying to hide my excitement for me cashing that over because I know that was a brutal loss for him. (laughs) So it was a it it was a good Sunday for me. Plus Jets Moneyline came in. That was really really, made it a really great day. But yeah, shout out to that total. That was a funny total comes in right at 52. A lot of people got 52. I got 51 and a half earlier in the week. So it's pretty good there. All right, before we get to actually talking about this slate of games and not taking two hours while doing it, we got to talk about Winbet. And first time that you can go and get a hundred dollars by just betting a hundred dollars. Like, come on, it's perfect, it's absolutely perfect. Bet a hundred dollars and get a hundred dollar free bet from Winbet, plus the win bet casinos open 24/7, where you can get a thousand dollar risk-free deposit match. So just deposit thousand dollars you get a thousand dollar bonus as easy as that and win bet is live in Arizona Colorado Indiana Louisiana Michigan New Jersey New York Virginia and VA plus the win bet has their own same game parlay build your own bet feature where you can go and build the craziest bets and kick and cash on your monster parlays dot com slash at dot com slash W Y N N B T to claim your free bet today. Our subject, change terms conditions at WinBet.com Must be 21 older president of the state. We'll play through winbeds available. If you or someone you know is a gambling call 1 800 522 4700. Russell brought to you by FUBU TV. FUBU TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone and 4K at no extra charge. They have a cloud-based DVR, so you can always catch the games whenever you want. And there's no contract, no commitment. Cancel at any time. Try FUBU TV free for seven days. Plus, get 15% off your first month. Just go to FUBUTV.com SGP. That's FUBUTV.com SGP. Russell brought to you by Trader. Number one site to compare eyes from all the major sports books. You get different signup codes, promotion codes, all of that stuff. Doesn't matter. You can get handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scoring, player statistics, key, name, key game statistics, project, projected game day weather, a bet tracker, all of that stuff for you. Just go to oztrader.com slash bluewire. It's oztrader, number one site for all your game day bets. All right. Let's go ahead and just dive into this slate. Thursday Pittsburgh Steelers going to play the Cleveland Browns total is set at 38 and a half make sure you're checking the injury report over the course of these few days just to make sure nothing else like kind of sneaks up on you but we go and we look at a weather report and it's supposed to be a windy one in this game 20 mile an hour winds who we is that that's tough, mostly cloudy, about 61 degrees, but that 20 at 20 mile an hour winds, 20.1 mile per hour winds is really, really going to be the big thing in this game. Totals already reflecting that at 38 and a half. Scott, I mean, is there anything else to think about?
1: I got to take the under even before you said that there was serious wind. I still wouldn't have taken the over. I don't like either offense. Brissette's actually been okay for the first two games, but I just can't look past the fact that the Steelers are such a dead under team because mm-hmm. offensively, Tomlin insists on using Trubisky and the offense doesn't work. The defense, even without TJ Watt, was pretty good last week. A couple of big passing plays, end of the first half to Aguilar, et cetera. But I thought the Steelers' defense was fine. Mm-hmm. Offensively, we know they're not very good. Cleveland wants to run the ball. You mentioned the bad weather. I see a classic Steelers Browns game, especially on Thursday night, which is hideous and you pray there's a college football game on instead that you can watch. But I expect a really, really ugly game 16-13. I mean, I don't think either team gets to 20. I'm going to take the under.
0: There is actually a college football game you can watch. That's funny. Which game is it? (laughs) Uh, You get the the return of the rivalry, West Virginia at Virginia Tech. I'd rather watch.
1: Honestly, that game also should be bad because Virginia Tech it's not entertaining either, but still that game might be a it's little a rivalry. It's a
0: rivalry though. It's it's a, so
1: is this one allegedly when the Stewards have dominated the meetings <laughs> for the last like, 50 years, but I got to go with the under, you mentioned the bad weather. That's really just the nail in the coffin for me. If neither team's even going to attempt to throw that many passes, I got to go with the under.
0: Yeah. So, and if we sit here and you look at it, I was just looking at this nugget earlier and I was like, wow, it's crazy that we're recording this. I, but since in the September game, since the beginning of last season, the under has cashed 78.6% of the time when it's set under 45 points. So in September, since last season, you're getting 78.6% of those unders coming in whenever it's set under 45. And basically saying that the books are right. And they're, really, they're right to be scared that there's not going to be many points scored in this game. And it's probably not. So yeah, Pittsburgh, un, Pittsburgh Cleveland under 38 and a half. It just feels like an auto bet here. And especially yeah. when we talk about the short week and how good unders have been on Thursday night football. I don't think I mean just Thursday night just prime all.
1: time in general.
0: Yeah, to be honest. All right, let's go on to the next slate. We have Sunday in the one o'clock slate, Kansas City Chiefs and the Indianapolis Colts. This is in Indianapolis Dome. Shout out to the domes. Kobe, will, Kobe's not going to hear this, but no, he Kobe does listen to the show, so he might actually hear this. Yeah, shout out to the domes. As
1: long as the Bears don't put it in a Dome, then Kobe will be okay. That's going to be oh, the final, you know, the final no. straw. If <laughs> that, the yeah, Bears that's, add that's, a Dome. And he sold. might
0: actually like have a heart attack if they replace Soldier Field with a Dome.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. Either way, overrunner for this game is set at 49 and a half for the Chiefs Colts. 49 and a half. Scott, what are you doing with this one?
1: I got to like the under. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like this is a no-brainer. Even though the Chiefs had extra time off, Mahomes did seem a little bit injured at the end of that game, mostly with his foot or his leg. And you're looking at the Colts. They scored zero points against Jacksonville. Are we sure Pittman's going to play? No. Are we sure Pierce is going to play? No. I got to like the under. I think there's several ways this cash is. Either the Colts embrace Jonathan Taylor, and give him 30-something touches, and they drain the entire clock. Or the Colts do nothing again because Matt Ryan's cooked. Mm. But with Mahomes and his injury that he's battling and with how good the Chiefs have looked defensively, I got to like the under because I really don't know how much the Chiefs are going to allow in this game. And the Colts contribute basically nothing. I got to go with the under. I think 49.5 is way too high. And even if the Chiefs get to 30, there's no guarantee the Colts get to 20. So I'm going to take the under.
0: And looking here, it opened at fifty-two, so everybody's with you, and this has become crashing down to forty-nine and a half. My biggest thing and my handicap for this, and why I'm on the under, is because what is the way to beat this Chiefs team? It's by running the run football. The ball, keep the homes run the football, yeah, run the football and control clock. Like that's it. You run the football, you control clock, and. They have Jonathan Taylor. We could talk about all the things that's bad with this team. Jonathan Taylor is probably one of the small bright spots in this Colts team right how now. How
1: did they not give him the ball last week against Jacksonville?
0: Once you, I'm telling you, it was Jacksonville pounced on him, and I think that moment was too big for him. They sat there, said we haven't beaten them here in how long they got away from what made them a good team, and that's getting behind Jonathan Taylor. And once that's everybody thinking that Matt Ryan is still good and that he can pass you out of it. And now they, now that they know for a fact that Matt Ryan cannot pass us into a win, they just need to go back to running the ball with Jonathan Taylor. I think they start that this week against this Chiefs team. It's going to be a lot of long drives by the Colts, probably not too many points, probably long drives that end in field goals. I still think the Colts actually cover this game. That's a funny thing. We're not going to talk about that, though.
1: Line's a little trappy.
0: Yeah, close drive special there. 49 and a half. Yep, give it to me. We will take the under. Next game on the slate, we have the Baltimore Ravens going to New England to play New England Patriots. Total opened at 43. Still sitting there at 43. Going, and let's see what the weather is supposed to be in Foxborough. We got 8.4 mile-per-hour wind, 70 degrees. Looks fine. All right. I'll just say it. We just talked about it. the game before this under 45 is hitting at 40 40 what is that 78 percent. yeah 78 percent. the under is when the total set at under 45 in september i thought you
1: said that was that was just september or that was september prime time? no
0: it was just september
1: oh, i thought that was prime time okay sorry
0: no 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 it was just september and so um yeah no i'm 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 with it. Under 45 for this Baltimore Ravens and this New England team. One, Baltimore, I expect to have a crazy better defensive performance than whatever the hell they showed on Sunday against the Dolphins. I expect defense to be playing a lot better than that. And defense is probably about the only thing that I can expect from this Patriots team, to be honest. I don't think that their offense is good. We talked about this before, and I told you that, hey, we are betting New England's team total under for the entirety of the season. We had a good start thus far. We're going to keep it going. New England team total under. I think that Baltimore's defense is literally going to make it a mission to try to hold New England to zero points at all. And I'm not certain that this offense for the Patriots can even get going. I like their team total under, but I like the under for the game as well. What are you doing?
1: I'm really torn on this one at 43 and a half because – The Ravens were so bad in that fourth quarter, and I wonder about the actual health of Humphrey and Peters, who both did not look good at all. Fuller's also out for the year, so their secondary is kind of in shambles right now. New England, though, doesn't exactly have an elite pass game to exploit it, but Baltimore's been throwing the ball very well. I think Lamar could find some holes in this defense. I don't feel great either way. I think I'm going to lean to the over, but... It's really a game that I'm completely staying away from with my own money. I'll just lean to the over because I really question Baltimore's secondary right now, and I think you might see a decent amount of big plays. Yeah, no chance I'd actually bet this though.
0: I don't know. I'm I'm still I'm pretty sold on the under actually, and I, I think I'm pretty sold on the under. That's probably one of my favorite plays. I just don't think New England contributes at all, I, and I don't think Baltimore comes in there and drops forty three but I don't think New England contributes at all. I think this is probably a dud for New England at home. All right, next game on the slate, we have the Cincinnati Bengals and the New York Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. 43 is what it opened at, currently sitting at 45 on the dot. Let's go look and see what... The weather is supposed to be like in East Rutherford, New Jersey, and we have an overcast, 72 degrees, 8.8-mile-per-hour winds, nothing too, you know, too crazy there. What are you doing? Your Jets, Bengals, in New Jersey. So
1: the, even though Flacco was slinging it last week, I'm going to go with the under. Mm-hmm. It's mostly involving the Bengals. Their offensive line doesn't work. They spend so much money in the offseason – picking up Collins, picking up a lot of other pieces, and it's somehow worse than it was last year. The Bengals have a lot of weapons. None of them matter because Burrow's on his back after two seconds every snap. And we saw it against Dallas. Burrow couldn't even look downfield for the entirety of the game. I'm going to go with the under because the Jets' defense, even though it wasn't great against Cleveland last week, Cleveland can run the ball very well. And Mixon got a little bit banged up for Cincinnati in that Dallas game in the second half. They haven't run the ball well. Passing-wise, they've been okay, but once again, they take, they can't take many shots when, they give, when they're giving their quarterback no time. The Jets only allowed 13 first downs to the Ravens in week one. I like that defense, and the Bengals' defense is okay. Pretty good pass rush. I think I'm going to disagree with the line move here. I like the under, mostly because until I see Cincinnati show any resemblance of an offensive line, I got to take the under.
0: Yeah, man. You know, neither of these teams have crossed this total yet in the season. It's a disaster. Neither team has crossed the total yet. I I want to go over. I do, but I just don't see it when it's gotten to 45. It, I Well, I mean, I, let me correct myself too, by the way. The, the Jets and, and the Browns just got over this. It was a 31-30, so they got over, but That was a crazy game. A
1: lot of points in the fourth quarter.
0: Yeah. yeah, A lot of points in the last two minutes. And so I, this is, there's no chance I'm betting this one. Are
1: the Bengals like a dead under team right now because they really can't block anyone?
0: Yeah. And it's really throwing off that offense. And this is really the offensive line that I expected last season this we got it
1: we got it last year they just somehow ended up being worse despite spending all this money
0: yeah they spent all this money added all these pieces and just they i think that they're going to figure it out at some point but i'm not betting on them till they do i'll just blindly take an under here but i really don't like this game yeah neither do i all right next game on the slate we have the buffalo bills and the miami dolphins a little battle in the afc east here 54 is the total opened up at 51 looking at heavy money on the over to start the week buffalo's been rolling miami coming off a crazy upset win uh oh man i can't tell you how much i had on the ravens for miami to come back from that 88 degrees in miami for this game humid partly cloudy about 10 mile an hour winds nothing too crazy for these quarterbacks I think everybody's expecting an offensive explosion, and I don't think we get it. I don't think we get it at all, actually. I think that this is more of a slower-paced game. Buffalo's just playing like the Super Bowl champions right now.
1: They were my preseason pick. I,
0: yeah, and I think that they are going to find ways occasionally to move the ball. I don't think that it's going to be a cons- a consistent, hey, got the ball, touchdown, got the ball, touchdown, got the ball, touchdown. But I think they're going to find a lot more ways to move the ball. I actually don't know how at all Miami's going to move the ball against this Buffalo defense and how they're looking in the first couple of weeks. We saw the Rams couldn't do it. We saw the Titans couldn't do it. And I mean, I'm not giving too much credit to the Titans, but this, this defense looked really, really good last night watching that game. Like just overall, they just looked really, really good. And so... I don't know. I don't think that the Miami Dolphins can kind of keep up and it's fading them after that crazy come from behind win last week. I'm more I'm leaning on the side of under here, under fifty-four. And even a Miami team total under, to be honest. I, I just feel like that might be a hair too high as how this Buffalo defense has been playing. What say you?
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, at the end of the day, Miami had a lot of points at the end of the game, and Tua had six touchdowns, four hundred and sixty-nine yards. They scored 28 points in the fourth quarter. They scored seven points in the third quarter. If you're doing the math, that means they scored seven points in the entire first half. So even though Tua had himself a phenomenal moment, I'm still not sold on him. And the fact remains, they still fell behind by 20 plus points in the second half. I just think Baltimore's secondary was too injured and potentially just, got, just ran out of gas because Baltimore couldn't actually drain clock in that fourth quarter. But Buffalo's defense is great. The pass rush is very good. And I do think Miami's defense is definitely a problem. I'll admit that. But I think Buffalo does enough to put the clamps down. I think Miami can do enough to limit the Bills into some field goals. We saw Buffalo's fourth down play calling was atrocious yesterday, which was one of the only problems they had in the entire game. Mm -hmm. I'm going with the under. I feel like people blindly want to take the over. But Tua's numbers against the Bills in his career are absolutely terrible. I believe he's 0-7 straight up against the Bills since becoming the uh, the quarterback. I just don't think Miami contributes much. I think the Bills are going to probably score 27, maybe 30, but I think that the Dolphins won't do enough. I'm going to go with the under.
0: Yeah, but remember last year, both of these totals flew under. Beginning of the season, the Bills absolutely dominated Miami and Miami 35 to nothing, and then came back in Buffalo and beat them 26-11. So, yeah, it seems to be an under trend. We got one over and one under for the Bills on the course of this season, one over, one under for, excuse me, Miami as well. Yep, both leaning under here. It feels like this is kind of a zig when they zag thing because a lot of money is coming in on it's over. But... It's
1: such an overreaction to the fourth quarter that Miami game.
0: Yeah, I think so as well. All right. Before we let's, uh, no, no, we're still going. We're still going. Detroit, we have the Detroit Lions going to play the Minnesota Vikings in a clash of the NFC North. 53-and-a-half is the total on this one. Opened up at 50-and-a-half. Heavy money on, on that over right now. We're playing dome football here. Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins. I mean, those names are leave you more to be wanted. Leave more to be wanted from hearing those names. But man, I got to think that this just flies over the total. Doesn't it?
1: I got to like the over. It's really tricky looking at both teams because the lions have been such a dead over team and the Vikings have been such a dead under team. Yep. But I'm going to go with the over the lions offensively have been incredible. They scored at least 35 points in each of the first two games. And we actually just saw Minnesota's defense or Minnesota's offense. I mean, get shut down by Philly and the Lions scored 35 points in week one. Uh, The Lions are just a machine right now. And defensively, they're not very good. But when you've had two games this season and each game has had at least 63 points, Mm -hmm. I'm not taking an under. I think Jefferson will go nuts because I don't like the line secondary. Thielen might be washed at this point in his career. I might just say it. And Cook hasn't done much this season. Hopefully he gets back on track. But I do think after the Vikings struggled so much stopping the run on Monday night, the Lions can run the ball. With Swift, they have Williams. They got a lot of weapons. Amon Ross St. Brown's a very good receiver as well. I'm going with the over. It's extremely public, but I can't really say no. The Lions are such a good over team. I got to keep riding it.
0: Yeah, this is the only time that I'm going to ride with the public in a play. but Because I just don't see any game script where the Lions aren't able to score points. If my if Minnesota comes out and blitzes them, I think that they're going to get garbage time points. If Detroit comes out and makes this a game and battles, I think Minnesota's going to have to score to keep up with Detroit. I don't see a game script where I just see this kind of flying under the total. I think that there's going to be points and a lot of points in this game. And I wouldn't be surprised if this total climbs up even more. I'll take it. 30, 53 and a half. Give me the over.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: All right, let's keep going. Got a couple more games in this one o'clock slate. Houston Texans on the road to Chicago. Play Chicago. Total opened up at 39. Now it's sitting at 40 and a half. Interesting. There. it's actually gone up. Houston Texans and Chicago Bears. I'll just go ahead and tell you. Bet the under. Just I think we under.
1: agree on everything so far. I'm on the Just under. under.
0: Yeah. I,
1: I can't take it over. I mean, the Bears are getting blown out on Sunday Night Football against the Packers. They're down 17 points at the half. And Fields finishes the game with 11 pass attempts. They're not even, they're not even trying to throw the ball with this team. And that means they're going to have a lot of running clock. Texans were okay in week one, scored 20 against the Colts. Then again, the Colts' defense got torched by Jacksonville, so I'm not sure what that actually means for the unit. And then they did not perform well at all against Denver, and Denver's defense is pretty good. I like the under. I don't think there's a guarantee that either team reaches 20 points, so I can't take the over. I'm going with the under. The fact that they just refuse to let fields even try to throw the ball down the field Mm -hmm. has to make me like the under, because that means they're game planning extremely conservatively, and that's good for unders. I'll take the under.
0: Yeah, I just don't. I don't trust these two offenses. I think the defenses are solid. I think they're actually not getting as much credit as they probably should.
1: The Bears defense, I think, is fine.
0: Yeah, and Texans is Texans. Yeah, Texans as well. I think they're pretty two solid defenses. Like they're not the best. They're not the worst. I think that they can keep this minded guy. Yeah, I think they can keep this total going under. I understand why people are betting over. It is a very very low total, but again. We just talked about totals under 45 and how much they're hitting on average in the past season. I got to keep riding that way. Give me under 40 and a half with this one. Thank you for the couple extra points of value. All right, let's move on to the next game. We have New Orleans Saints and the Carolina Panthers. 40 and a half is the total here has dropped from opening up at 42 this game is in Carolina. Let's go ahead and peek over what the weather should be looking like In Charlotte, about 78 degrees, mostly cloudy, 8-mile-an-hour winds. Nothing really crazy there. Again, talk about low totals. We have another low total here, 40-and-a-half for the Saints and the Panthers.
1: I'm going with the under. It's a very low total. I'm sure some people want to take the over because the Saints have weapons. I watched Jameis Winston play this past week. He killed me. In terms of my bankroll, but I got to go with the under. I don't like either quarterback. Carolina can't move the ball. We saw them against the Browns. They had one big play to Robbie Anderson for like a 70-yard touchdown. That was basically it. And last week they couldn't do anything against the Giants. Baker's not very good. Winston doesn't look good either. And it's going to be the Saints' first game outdoors this season. I wonder if weather's going to play a factor. I got the under. I understand it's a very low total. I still like the Saints' defense. I think Carolina's defense is okay. Mm -hmm. It's mostly just daring Winston or Mayfield to beat me. And even if one of them plays well, like if the Saints, for example, score, let's just say 24 points, reasonable score, I still think it's going under. So I think one of these offenses underperforms. I know it's low. I'm going to take the under. I just don't trust either offense right now.
0: Last three beatings between these squads all have gone under 3-0 and to the under, three of the last five to the under. I can't see anything that makes me feel comfortable taking it over between these two teams.
1: Besides the fourth quarter of, the, of uh, week one in the comeback against Atlanta, Winston's been awful for seven quarters.
0: And you know he's battling an injury, like he's battling a. Yeah, back he's got injury massive fractures all over. Like, yeah, he's he playing can't move. like that's that's going to that has to go into your handicap with James Wisdom, that he's playing with fractures in his back, and for a quarterback position that I don't know, I'm not you know a quarterback in the NFL, but I'm pretty sure you gotta use your back. Then it's really really hard for me to sit here and say that I'm gonna get consistently good play from him. Baker Mayfield has shown me that I'm not going to get consistently good play from him either, and the fact that he's still quarterback just means that you know, it's the injuries to Matt Corral and all everything that that Panthers team is going through that they're just going to have to stick it and ride it out with Baker, but he's really, really not playing like that good of a quarterback. Yep, under 40 and a half. That one is easy. That also feels like a lock as well. I just don't see many points being scored this game at all.
1: I think it's going to be a hideous game and you're hoping to something else on TV.
0: <laughs> well, luckily there is something else because we have the last game of the one o'clock slate. The Las Vegas Raiders playing the Tennessee Titans 45 and a half is the total tick down from where it opened at 46 for this game. Going to look at a weather report for Tennessee and we have 73 degrees outside 40, no, 8.9. I'm sorry. I said 40, 8.9 mile per hour winds. All right. This one is, is this one I think is difficult. I actually like the over. Do you, yeah, I, I, I don't want really to let, go. let you go. I'm going to let you go.
1: I think that both defenses stink. And I know Tennessee's offense was awful as well against Buffalo. I'm not going to tell you that Tannehill's look good or the offense is good. I think Derrick Henry might be cooked. I said that before the season started, and he's looked awful for the first two weeks. But the receiving core, they have some potential there. I think Robert Woods is okay. I like mm-hmm. Burks. Burks got very involved in that mm-hmm. game. I thought he looked pretty sharp. But I'm looking at the Raiders' defense. It was good for a half against Arizona. Then it fell apart. But I also just saw Diggs go for about 150 yards against this team on Monday Night Football. We're talking about the Titans. And mm-hmm. now you have to face Devontae Adams. Have fun. I think the <laughs> Raiders could score 30 in this game. And I don't like the Raiders' defense. I know most people probably like the under because of how bad Tennessee looked. They also gave up 41 points. Yes, there was a pick six in there. But they gave up 34 points to Buffalo's offense. And that includes a couple of really bad fourth-down play calls for Buffalo. They could have potentially scored 40 by themselves offensively before the interception touchdown. I like the over. I think the Raiders could score 30 and change. I think that the Titans could get into the 20s in this game. I see an underrated shootout potentially, a game that gets into the 50s. I think this total's too low based on how bad the secondaries have looked for these teams. Give me the over.
0: Yeah, I... I think the total is kind of low.
1: And the Titans have no pass rush, by the way. Their pass rush once Landry got injured is completely non-existent.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm i trying to figure out why this all this money is coming in on the under. I just don't understand what everybody likes about it.
1: Do you think it's based solely on Tennessee's offense scoring seven points against Buffalo
0: or no? I mean, it can't be because Buffalo is pro- like projected to have one of the best defenses in the league. I know. So I'm trying to figure but out what other people know that I don't. I'm, is the weather you know, an issue? No, it's not. I I like the over. I think that I'll play it even more safe and take a Las Vegas team total over. Yeah, that's because fair. I I think that Vegas offense is just amazing. Like I think everybody and well, not everybody anymore, but I think that that AFC West is you know has a lot of great offensive of minds. I think that they're both of these teams really should be coming out here mad because both of these teams were playoff teams a year ago and now they're sitting here at zero two to start the division. So in a pivotal game where nobody wants to be 0-3, but unfortunately one of them is going to have to, unless they do some weird shit like fucking tie. then I think that both of these offenses are going to try to put their foot in each other's throat. Tennessee's probably going to try to control clock with Derrick Henry anymore, and then Las Vegas is going to try to air it out on them whenever they get the opportunity. So this could sneakily slide to an over game. Maybe a, maybe a first half under, but I don't know. I just see a shootout in the last bit of this game. So, yeah, give me the over in this one. But I like the Las Vegas team total over better. I think that's my, my favorite play.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: All right. Before we get to the 4 o'clock games, got to talk about promo PromoGuide.us, where they are the best place to go if you're interested in, plus EV betting strategies. <clears throat> wow, that was weird. All right. Plus EV betting strategies, yes. And they have a VIP Discord group where you can go in there and you can get all those plus EV strategies and analytics right at your fingertips. And if you're not already using mathematical models in your betting, you're you're behind. You need to get ahead and use Promo Guy for that. They are a small team of passionate sports fans. Go to promoguy.us to check out their 100% track, transparent, and proven method for betting. Proven method. There we go. Proven method for betting smarter. We're here. We're here. We had a hiccup, but we're here. Make sure you check them out. ProGuide.us. We're also brought to you by No House Advantage, where they are offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform. You can play in pick'em contests versus other people for a shot at winning $250,000 in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points, and climb the leaderboard. You can win up to 20 times the entry you put in. It's super easy. Just bet up to five props over and under, including different major sports. It's not just NFL. You can do NBA. You can do MLB, PGA, MMA, NASCAR. You can do all of it. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app and get a first deposit match up to $25. All right. Let's move on to the four o'clock games. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars playing the Los Angeles chargers total opened at 50 and a half it has dropped to 48 that is that's a lot of movement all right a lot of people are leaning towards the under in this one i guess it's because everybody likes the chargers defense and they think the chargers defense is really really good are they discrediting this jacksonville team right now they just put up 24 nothing on the colts
1: i think that's why there's been a lot of under money i think it's because of the fact that jackson so people think that the Jaguars' defense is actually very good. I just think the Colts are atrocious with Matt Ryan. So I'm not sure really what to think of for that game. I think I am leaning to the under, though, because Jacksonville offensively actually looked pretty good. I think the Colts just had a complete no-show. But the Chargers' defense is solid. They had a couple extra days to prep because they played Thursday night. But the, also the reason why I like the under, I'm not sure how good Herbert's going to look. Because mm-hmm. even though he had the great throw for the backdoor cover there to Palmer and the great throw to Carter on that, third down conver- on that fourth down conversion, he still has fractured rib cartilage. I'm not sure how sharp he's going to look. And I feel like people are just assuming that Herbert's going to come out and start slinging the ball because he's against Jacksonville. I'm concerned about those ribs. And I think that 48 does seem a little bit high as a result. I think there's several ways to cash this. There's no guarantee Jacksonville scores more than 17 in this game. So even if the Chargers come out and score 30, there's no guarantee this game goes over. I'm going to take the under because I do think Jacksonville's defense might actually be decent, but also because of the fact that I think Jacksonville's offense looked good because the Colts' defense might be overrated. I'm going to go with the under. The Herbert ribs are a serious concern that I feel like people are not talking about enough. Mm -hmm. Give me the under.
0: Yeah. I'm on a completely other side of you. I'm on a fair over. enough. We've I, agreed on everything, I, I,
1: so I'm happy with this.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. So I'm on an over here because I think I think this Jacksonville team is possibly gonna be one of the best over teams over the course of the season because they're not bad enough to just go ahead and get blown out and stay getting blown out like Trevor Lawrence and that offense isn't that bad. They're just bad to get blown out for three quarters and then somehow muster up a last quarter of garbage time that is actually going to send a total over. And I think that's what happens here. I think that that defense shows up for the Chargers. I think they're pretty solid. And I think Trevor Lawrence commits to this turn. He commits to this over the opposite way by throwing at least a pick six in there. I might actually be betting Los Angeles uh, to score a defensive touchdown in this game but i think that they're good enough that when everybody's playing lax when the game is not really in reach anymore nobody cares that this offense is going to be something of jared golf like in that year with the rams where they just seen the backdoor cover every large spread they had because they went and had a whole bunch of garbage time touchdowns it was during that tyler higby crazy run yeah i think jacksonville can do something exactly like that so i'm Now that I've gotten, what, two and a half points of value falling from their opening number? Yeah, give me the over. I like over 48 for this game. All right, moving on to the next game of the slate, we have the Green Bay Packers on the road to play the Tampa Bay Bucks. Line opened at 48. It is all the way down to 41. We have Aaron Rodgers back in Florida if you listen and you listen to the history, there's something there where he just doesn't play that well in Florida. Line set at 41. Are you willing to still take an under here?
1: It's a lot of line movement. I really can't take an over. I really can't. I think both these offenses aren't very good. And it's not even the Buccaneers fault because they're completely just destroyed at the receiver position. Evans is suspended, so he's out. You're looking at Godwin, who might not play. You're looking at Julio Jones, who might not play. The offense is just awful, and it's not really their fault. It's just the fact that the offensive line is also banged up. Tampa's a dead under team. They can't block anyone. They have no weapons right now, and Brady's also older, so he can't exactly throw many deep passes, and the defense is good. Meanwhile, Green Bay looked pretty good offensively against the Bears mostly running the ball against the Bears team that's not very good. They don't have many big play weapons in the receiving core. I think I like the under, but like I know that there's so much line movement and it sounds crazy to take an under with Rodgers and Brady going against each other. I see a hideous game of football. I'm going to take the under. I like the first half under. I just think the Packers want to run the ball, and the Buccaneers also probably want to run the ball. You know, it's a serious problem when your receiving core is so injured that you have to call upon Cole Beasley as a midseason signee to help save your receiving core. I think I'm going to take the under. I like the defenses, and I don't really like the offenses. I'm going with the under. I missed out on so much value, though. It feels so disgusting to take an under at this point.
0: And in, in your defense, I think that this line kind of came out like, you know, when they give out those seeds. There's a game of the lines. year
1: lines like from yeah. Ago.
0: And I think it's I think it's one of those. But I'll say this. I think that LeBron is not LeBron, but Brady is kind LeBron. of getting to that LeBron okay. level of greatness of where he's still individually great but he's not going to be the person to lift up the rest of the team anymore. Like, his greatness has expired past the level where he is not going to be able to single-handedly take a cast of nobodies and make them all good, like how Brady and LeBron have been, you know, majority of their careers. I think he's gotten to that level of great right now. Based on what, the
1: roster, though, do they have any talent around him for this game? Because Godwin might not play. That's it. what I'm saying. But I that's what I'm we'll saying. Is it, yeah, what, I mean yeah. – Yeah, that's the point I'm
0: making. I don't think that they I don't think that he can elevate that roster that he has right now, especially the pass catchers like he could have back when he was 35, even Mm -hmm. like even 35. (laughs) I don't think he can elevate them back to that level right now. And that's where I don't trust this Tampa Bay offense. Now, Green Bay has everything to prove and everything to gain. This really could be some weird game where Aaron Rodgers actually goes crazy in Florida and they put up a whole bunch of points cause they sit here and they see blood in the water. But I don't know. I somehow sneakily think through all this BS that the bucks still find a way to win this game. And if they're going to do it, it's because off the back of their defense, I'm going with under for a game, but just to kind of be certain I like a Bucks team total under two because you're getting a little bit higher of a price and as they're the favorite. And I still think that they can go under and win this game. So give me a Bucks team total under, but I like the under for the full game as well.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like as much as I want to take an over, I really don't like either offense right now. And even with Green Bay's win against the Bears, they ran the ball a lot. Did any pass catcher actually look good? I know Lazard caught a touchdown. Was that basically it? Like, I don't think Green Bay really did anything through the air. Yeah, no. And no. Watkins had like a big player, too. But I mean, I don't really see much.
0: Yeah, that's that's about it for me. I don't really have it there. All right. Next game on the slate. We have the Los Angeles Rams and the Arizona Cardinals line opened up at 51 and a half. Has ticked down to 49. Arizona. And so let's look here. What have we done in the past head to heads of these? So the total is three and two to the over in the past couple. Last game was 34 11, came under. Game before that, 30 23, went over at 51. The Cardinals have not looked good. No, they're a bad team. They look terrible. They look really, really bad.
1: Having said that, they're one and one somehow.
0: Yeah. Very, <laughs> very awkwardly. I got lucky with this over last time. I've actually bet the over in the Cardinals twice, and I've gotten it both times. So I'm 2-0 to their over, but I've also gotten a good number. Some people were not, were not as fortunate with the Cardinals. I don't know how I could trust this offense to get going and consistently stay going, whereas I don't think the Rams' defense is anything special this year. Like, I think they're okay. Like, I think they're a very okay defense. I'm leaning – I'm leaning towards another – talk me off of the ledge with another Cardinals over that just seems to barely get there in all their matchups.
1: I can't talk you off because I like the over. I mean, Kyler Murray, that second half he had against the Raiders is some of the best quarterback play I've seen in a long time. And that was including Tua's uh, six-touchdown game. I just thought Murray was incredible with basically nobody around him for the entire game. But the Rams have dominated, historically speaking, with McVay against Kyler and Cliff. However, I agree with you about the Rams' defense. I'm not very impressed. And yes, I know Atlanta blocked the punt for a touchdown. They still gave up a decent amount of points to Atlanta's offense. Drake London torched them in that game. I'm not sold... On the Rams defense, it all came down to a Jalen Ramsey red zone interception to even win the game. But the Rams offense, I still like. They scored 31 points immediately. Cups unguardable and the Arizona secondary is terrible. So the point is the Rams defense is mediocre. The Cardinals defense, I know, is bad. I know that unit's not a good unit. I'm going to take the over because Stafford got back on track last week. Still throwing a bunch of interceptions through two last week. That was free money if you wanted the prop on that. A uh, death tax of Stafford interception. But I'm going to go with the over. I think this total's too low because I think there's a couple ways to get there. I think the Rams could score 35. It really wouldn't surprise me. And in that case, you're in good shape because the Cardinals can score basically 17 or less, 14, and you win. Or the Cardinals actually generate some big plays against the Rams secondary, which has been a bit suspect up to this point. I know Connor might not play, which is a big deal. Maybe that'll cause Arizona to throw the ball more. I like the over. I know Arizona's defense is bad. The Rams defense, I agree with you, is kind of mediocre. I'm going to go with the
0: over. Yeah, I have a slight lean to this over. I, I, I don't know what it is with this Cardinals team and I keep, how I keep getting led to this way. Maybe it is that defense being bad, but... Their offense really, really has not looked good either, and so it's also not their be... fault. I
1: mean, they're missing Hopkins, they're missing more, they're missing a lot of guys.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this. If what is what is this team total sitting at for the Cardinals? Is there a way where I can middle this, and I can say that I like the over, but like the the Cardinals not to hold up there in at all.
1: I mean, if you like that, then just take the Rams team total over. Let me see here. Um... I mean, the Rams are at twenty six and a half. That sounds low to me.
0: Rams 26 and a half and Cardinals are card- a 22 and a half. Yeah, I think it's more of a Rams over Cardinals under and you hope that you kind of middle that and get an over for the game. But I think that's how I would just rather play it. Maybe a slight lean to the over for the game, but give me a Cardinals under and Rams over in this one seems pretty cut and, cut and dry right there. All right. Moving on to the next game of slate, we have the Atlanta Falcons traveling to Seattle to play the Seattle Seahawks. Line opened at 43 and a half. It is now sitting at 42. Let's go look at a weather report for, uh, and I don't have a weather report for Seattle. All right. Well, while I try to figure that out.
1: It's Seattle. About 60% chance it's raining.
0: Yeah, more than likely. What do you like for this game?
1: I like the side more than the total in this game, but for the sake of the total, I'm actually going to go with the over. Geno Smith's been terrible since the first half against Denver, but he also played against Denver and San Francisco. Like it's understandable why he struggled because those are two of the better defenses in the league. Atlanta's defense is not good at all. And I don't think Atlanta's defense is good either. Sorry. I just said the same thing twice. Seattle's (laughs) defense, I don't think is very good. And I think that Atlanta's defense is bad too Seattle got away with a lot of yardage allowed against Denver because Denver's one of the worst red zone offenses I've ever seen in the first two weeks of the season. I think both teams can move the ball. The Falcons are the team that we thought they would be in the preseason. We thought that they would be a fun, bad team. We thought Mariota would have some moments. We thought that London and Pitts would be you know, a solid tandem. P- Pitts has done nothing, but London's been good. And Patterson's an intriguing running back who – is in his 30s and he's somehow still good i like the over i see big plays i feel like even though geno smith has been awful he's been against two good defenses i think he will perform well at home in this one don't you think 42 is a little low for two defenses that we don't exactly like
0: yeah i think it it is but i also think that these offenses aren't consistent and that's why I'm or not.
1: That's why I think the total is kind of where it should be, but I'm leaning over.
0: Yeah, I think that this is going to be a lot of running clock here. I mean, we know Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll, run the ball, Pete Carroll. And, you know, you think of Arthur Smith and he likes running the ball, too. He likes to keep that clock moving and getting things done on the leg. I think this is more of a ground and pound game between both of these two. And the deficiencies of the two quarterbacks as passers are a reason that, you know, you may get a three and out here or there, or you may get a field goal attempt instead of seven points on the board. I'm leaning I'm leaning back to the under on this one, man. I think that both of these offenses aren't particularly that good. I am not fans of the defenses, but I think that they've shown me that they can make enough plays to kind of be able to keep this game a little bit lower of a total.
1: The Falcons have shown you they've made plays.
0: Yeah, no. I mean AJ Terrell. When I say the Falcons, I'm really I talking I know about he's AJ one Terrell, he's one
1: guy. But, I mean, but I, still, I get it, but
0: still, I think I, mean... I think that they, I don't think that they're they're bad enough where they can't hold Geno Smith in check. Like, I don't think that they're that bad. So, yeah. I think me- I'm not sure they're no, going to stop
1: the run. I think that's also an issue. But I'm waiting to the over. It's another game I won't bet. But the Falcons, they might be the, the most fun, bad team in the league. And we thought that's what they'd be going into the year.
0: Mm-hmm. Very much so. And All also,
1: right. for the record, Smith, can you can you game plan, Kyle? Uh, can you can game plan Pitts into the game a little bit more?
0: Like, yeah. please? like that's, He's a, he's a top is a five draft pick.
1: Like, please, get him the ball.
0: It's very, very brutal beat. It doesn't seem like he's in the cards at all right now. All right, going. We finally made it to Sunday night football. The San Francisco 49ers traveling to Denver to play the Denver Broncos. 45 is the total tick down from 45 and a half. And I will just go ahead and say there is nothing that is telling me to not bet the under in this spot. Like, I don't have one shred of bone in me that is even making me consider betting the over and maybe this is the trap. Maybe this is the trap. Maybe this is what we think. But after getting the Jimmy Garoppolo return game last week, and now they have a week to realize, Holy crap. Jimmy Garoppolo is our quarterback again like there was a reason that we went to go get a quarterback is because we did not want Jimmy Garoppolo as our quarterback anymore. And now they have to sit here and realize that once again he is back as their quarterback and they're going to have that ultimate letdown on the road in a non conference road game against the, the Denver Broncos plus. We also get the terrible head coaching that is Nathaniel Hackett for the Denver Broncos and this offense that can't get going at all whatsoever. And Russ looks super, super duper limited. Everything, everything is screaming under to me, screaming under. Which just means it's probably going to go over. Scott, what are you doing this one?
1: I like the under as well. Uh, Everything you just said, prime time game as well. That's been an under machine up to this point but I can't look past the fact that the Broncos have the worst red zone offense I've seen in a long time through two weeks. They cannot score in the red zone. They kick field goals at best and packet after blowing a bunch of, you know, third and short and fourth and short spots against Seattle kicked a 20 something yard field goal against the Texans last week, which tells you that he overcorrected and he didn't follow the analytics or anything like that. And they won the game. I think he's going to stay conservative in the red zone and Garoppolo looked good against Seattle. Denver's defense is a lot better than Seattle's. I think he might struggle. Kittle might be back, but you're also kind of using a hodgepodge situation a running back with Jeff Wilson Jr. You're not exactly mm-hmm. sold by your running back options. I like the under. I think either offense could have a bad game and you'll get there. Maybe both teams struggle offensively, but I got to go with the under.
0: Yeah. All right. I. Huh, I really want to tell you to zig when they zag because they're definitely zagging here. The under is a hundred percent, the public play. I just, I, I can't, I can't bear to do it. If this goes over, I won't be surprised. And you might not play. Yeah. I just, Oh my gosh. This is, this just screams hundred percent under, under, under like alternate under. This is how bad of an under this screams. And I hate that. It's, it sounds so good, but sometimes if it quacks like a duck is really a duck. All right, let's go on to Monday Night Football, where the Dallas Cowboys are traveling to Met Light to play the New York football Giants. Total set at 39 and a half, 40 and a half is what it opened at. And I completely understand because I don't trust the Giants offense either. And I don't know if anybody knows what to make of Cooper Cooper Rush and this Dallas Cowboys team. It's very easy for me. Primetime game, Daniel Jones in primetime, very bad. Like, he's really approaching Kirk Cousins' level of bad in primetime. But this Dallas offense doesn't look good either. They really should have blown the doors off of Cincinnati on Sunday. I'm going to take an under here, too. Scott, what are you doing?
1: I'm going with the under as well. It's the first time the Cowboys are actually playing outdoors this season because they've had two straight home games. That's not always an easy transition to make. Even though Rush was good for the first two quarters, uh, the Cowboys only scored three points the entire second half, which was the game-winning field goal drive. The defense looked pretty good, though. Uh, the Giants' offensive line is better than Cincinnati's by a decent margin because Cincinnati's offensive line is atrocious. But Daniel Jones, if you look at the stat lines, he's in the ultimate game manager spot. Yep. And they don't want to take any shots. They want to run the ball. They want to drain clock. It's working. They're 2-0. and but you look at what the Giants have done offensively against the likes of Tennessee and Carolina; they really haven't done much. It's just the fact that they've been going up against bad quarterbacks, and Cooper Rush is no exception. I'm going with the under. It's going to be a very, very jacked up crowd since the Giants might be three and zero for the first time in I don't know about forty years. But mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Giants uh, cool. and the under in this one. I know it's a total show, but I'm going to go with the under because I do think with the first game outdoors. You might see Rush just turn the ball over a couple times. I got to go with the under, though. I don't like either offense. Maybe Thibodeau plays for once. Maybe. That's another pass rusher that they have to worry about for Dallas. I'm going with the under. I see an ugly game in prime time. What else is new? Hopefully there's some good baseball. on.
0: Yeah, no. I'm, so not only do I like under, I think I like Dallas team total under a little bit better. And maybe that's just a little bit of a homer, like finally this offense could get going. But I, if we get Thibodeau and Illusiori back, I just don't see Dallas being able – excuse me, I don't see Dallas being able to get anything going with that offensive line. And Dallas was
1: really good on the first drive because they had a bunch of scripted plays. And then yeah. in the second half when Cincinnati made adjustments, they could barely get a first down. It was rough.
0: Yeah, no. Dallas team total under. I like that. That's one. Do you think either season. team
1: gets to twenty four in this game?
0: Because my vote is no. Yeah, I don't even think either team really gets three. I don't touchdowns. know if they get to twenty. Yeah, I was. About to, I don't even think 13 13 final, something like that. Let me look into that team total. That might be might be my team total of the day. Before we get to that, though, I gotta get just paid one more time and talk about the Elias Game Plan app where. They're built by the Elias Sports Bureau, official statisticians of U.S. Pro Sports. You may have seen them on your TV, all these crazy stats everywhere. There, it is the ultimate companion for sports betting and fantasy. You have league-validated news, head-to-head comparisons, matchup information, expert game analysis, all of this stuff, and... You can elevate your season today with by downloading the Elias Game Plan app. That's E L I A S. And right now I have a special offer where you use you can get 15% off your annual subscription, but only if you use my promo code SGPN1515. SGPN15. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting app in the App Store and Google Play Store and use promo code SGPN1515. Run Your Pool has a new VIP where you can get crazy amount of extra edge against the books, and they have exclusive access to real money pools. You can get premium content, in-depth guides, all this stuff to dominate your pools, and you can get some exclusive, real cool Run Your Pool swag. Like, why would you not want to do that? Use code SGPNVIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP to get 50% off your first month That's SGPNVIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP. All right, Scott, let's get into our best bets. We got a lock and a team total. For my lock, I'm going to go to, hmm. wow, I didn't think about this. Which one of these games do I like the most?
1: I'm assuming you're gonna pick an under because you liked a lot of unders. Or we both yeah. like a lot of unders
0: today. Yeah. And the season has just been like very tailored to the under to start the season.
1: Yeah. And even some of the games that went over, he just had some massive fourth quarter explosions to send it over in the first place.
0: Let's go with. Let's go back to let's go back to, to Baltimore. I mean, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's go back to Baltimore. Baltimore and New England. Give me the under. I don't think New England is going to keep up. I don't think New England is going to keep up. I think Baltimore is going to try to get some more things going. But I also do think that New England still has a pretty decent overall defense. And it's not going to be just a crazy track meet. Like I can see a 24 to 3, 27 to 3, 27 to 7, that kind of final score type right there. So give me the under 43 and a half for Baltimore Ravens and New England Patriots. Of course, you know, we're already betting New England Patriots team total under, of course. (laughs) And for – I have – do I want to do Miami or do I want to do Cowboys? What's the Cowboys team total?
1: Oh, let me see what I can Um, get there.
0: Totals. I got Cowboys here at 19 and a half. Ooh. Do they get to 20? I don't think they get to 20. Mm, nah fuck it let's fade to all right fade to under 24 points for the Miami Dolphins I also really do like that under 19 and a half for the Cowboys as well but you know I'm gonna keep my Giants fandom out of it as well so under 24 for the Miami Dolphins that's my team total Scott take it away
1: so for my actual lock for a full game total
0: what was the number you said on the Steelers Browns game again The Steelers-Browns game is sitting at 38 and a half.
1: I'll take that as my lock. It really checks every box and then some. You could argue that Cleveland's defense is not very good, and I can understand that argument. The problem is the wind and the fact that the Steelers' offense for the last couple years, ever since post-prime Big Ben, has just been disgusting and painful to watch. It is awful. And Trubisky's been bad this year as well. Everyone wants Pickett to play, but they still have Trubisky behind center. And we saw it against New England. They don't generate big plays. And the fact that Najee Harris is banged up, the offensive line is not very good, and Trubisky doesn't take many shots doesn't help when the wind is going to be blowing at roughly 20 miles per hour. And we know Cleveland, on the other hand, has actually looked decently offensively so far. But with the wind, I got to assume they're going to try to run the ball. Pittsburgh's defense is still solid. It's not, of course, as good without TJ Watt. But I do think you're going to see a lot of running clock in this game. A very, very ugly Thursday night game in bad weather between two teams that usually have really ugly matchups when they play against each other. I don't think either team gets a 20 in this game. I think this game is going to be disgusting to watch. Give me the under 38 and a half. You know I love me a bad weather under game.
0: Yeah, all right. What's your team total?
1: So my team total is pretty tricky because there's a couple of games that I'm really, really tempted by. By the way, did we talk about the
0: Eagles-Commanders game? Oh, did we? Did we miss that one? I
1: don't think we did.
0: No, we didn't. Oh, crap. I missed that one. My bad. Wow. I was just scrolling
1: through, and I I don't remember talking about that one.
0: No, we didn't. All right, Philadelphia Eagles going to play the Washington Commanders in a battle of the NFC East. 47 is the total there. I mean
1: you're you're really looking at garbage time because i just think yeah that's what i was saying
0: i think that it's going to be garbage time and well this could actually be potentially a little bit closer of a game but i still think that there's going to be a level of garbage time there and this commander's team has shown us that they can put up points no matter how much time is left on the clock they can still put up points so i'm i just lean over in this one
1: Yeah, I think I agree with you. I'm hoping on Wentz uh, leading a couple garbage time drives there to pad some stats. But anyway, I just wanted to mention that because I'm pretty sure we forgot that game. Um, Okay, for a team total, you know what? I'm going to go a little bit. It's something that's that surprising because we like the over in the game, but it's a game that people aren't exactly thrilled with in general. I'm going to take the Raiders. I'm going to go with their team total over 23 and a half. Offensively, they scored 20 in the first half against Arizona. Then they put on automatic pilot, but Adams did nothing last week. We just saw Tennessee's defense. They can't generate a pass rush. They can't cover receivers. We saw Diggs torch this team. I think Adams goes off. And I think after such a no show in the second half, I'm hoping that McDaniels at least for one game can get the Raiders to stay motivated after halftime, but that Titans defense is such a train wreck. And I think you're going to see points in that game, but with, I know Renfro fumbled twice, still a good receiver. You have Adams, you have Waller, you have Renfro. They got a lot of guys, and I don't like the Titans' pass defense at all. Give me the Raiders' team total over 23.5. Maybe you can even find a juice 22.5 if you shop around somewhere, but I like the over. I think you're going to see a higher scoring game. I think the Raiders could potentially get to 30. We talked before about that potentially being an underrated shootout game, but 23.5 does seem a little bit low against that Titans defense that I watched play on Monday night. Give me the Raiders team total over.
0: All right. Anything else for the people before we get up out of here?
1: Not really. We'll be back uh, once again talking about some DFS stuff, uh, which should be fun. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. And other than that, though, uh, let's make some money in football. You can find me on Twitter at Shell Radio. And I'm looking forward to basketball season. I know that starts in about a month. we got a couple podcasts lined up. Should be fun.
0: All right. If you're basketball, make sure you subscribe to the WNBA, NBA, subscribe to the NFL, subscribe to the tennis, subscribe to all the podcasts in the network MMA, soft, golf. I said golf. I meant to say golf and then say soccer. I said soft. That's funny. All right. Either way, make sure you subscribe to everybody in the network. Make sure you hop in our Discord, sg.pn slash discord. He's at Rashad Radio. I'm at really reallyreal underscore underscore other than that we've given you the totals for week three go out there and make some money and root for points or no points or whatever it is that fancies you in that game root for it other than that i have no idea how i'm gonna end this podcast i'm just go ahead and get it out of here and we're gonna end it like this we